As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. positive bitches how are we doing today if you're hearing this podcast you're meant to be here so keep listening today's episode is all about how to catwalk through obstacles and move beyond failure if you are alive if you are on planet earth you are going to come up against challenges And we don't want to crumble during these challenges. We want to be the number one model, catwalking our way through every obstacle. So I'm going to tell you how to do that today. We are going to learn how to be the Bella Hadid of obstacles, the Gigi Hadid of issues, the Kendall Jenner of triggers, the Tyra Banks of feeling abandoned. We are going to learn how to catwalk, how to put our Naomi Campbell legs on, and not just cope, but catwalk through challenges, obstacles, issues, and problems. But before we get into it, if you are not yet signed up for my Patreon for a monthly manifesting vision planner, sis, what are you doing? I just posted for August. That planner is up. You can go use it digitally. You can print it out. It has the lunar cycles. Yes, there is a double moon portal right now. Double Aquarius. How about that one, right? Am I right? Am I right? Am I right? And it has a calendar. It has little worksheets to help you break down how you want to manifest, what you want to manifest, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It is a step-by-step process. If you're not following me on Instagram, Follow me at Vibin with Cece and at That Bitch is Positive, where you can see all and any updates. You can give suggestions for topics for this very podcast. 
And also, if you want one-on-one coaching with moi, I am a certified life coach. You can DM me on my Instagram and we can talk about what you want to work on, prices, and all of that jazz. I do have a special announcement that I'm going to be announcing on Instagram next week or maybe this weekend. Depends when it is fully, fully ready. So be sure to follow me at Vibing with CC so you see that special update. It's something for you guys, and I'll give you a little hint. It's something, just maybe, maybe something about dreams and sleep. Could it be? Who knows? Only you will know when you see it on my Insta. Also, quick reminder, if you are posting this podcast on your Instagram, be sure to tag me. Sometimes I get messages that I didn't repost, but I only know if you tag me. So be sure if you post this podcast that you tag me in it too so that I can share it on my Instagram, connect with you, and hear your journey, see how you're doing. Okay, without further ado, let's get into today's episode. When we think about obstacles, We don't want to just survive obstacles. That's boring. I want to catwalk, baby. I want to move and groove and not just survive obstacles. I want to mentally break through them and not let them break me. As we grew up, many of our parents, we love them so dearly, but many of them didn't model healthy emotional regulation. We grew up and we either saw doors slamming, we saw arguing, or we saw the cold shoulder, the silent treatment. We've all seen our parents deal with emotions differently. And that's okay. We're different people. But what happens is as children, we see this and we internalize this. If our parent figure or caregiver didn't model a healthy emotional regulation, then it's really hard for us to know how to emotionally regulate ourselves. What is emotional regulation? This is from the book, How to Do the Work by Dr. Nicole LaPera. Emotional regulation is the ability to respond to stress in flexible, tolerant, and adaptive ways, allowing our nervous system to return to a baseline. If our caregiver could not identify the emotion they were feeling and instead just did drugs or drank or overate, how do you think we are going to deal with our emotions? When a parent was emotionally flooded with their emotions, maybe they screamed, slammed doors, or withdrew. They've done it all, I'm sure. But this did not allow for us to understand how to move through life, deal with a hard situation, and not freak the absolute fuck out. Trust me. I feel this episode very deeply. Basically, a lot of us are emotionally immature. And this is not something that is, don't call me immature, that is so offensive. No, this is not necessarily our fault. We can't help what we were modeled. But where we came from does not have to define where we go. And I truly believe as we grow up, it is 
our purpose and our responsibility to dismantle what we've learned and reprogram and heal ourselves. Being emotionally immature means that we don't know how to deal with our own emotions. It's very, very self-explanatory. So we too will lash out or shut down, be avoidant, be anxious, because we're feeling these bodily sensations. We're having these thoughts. And then we don't know how to contain them. We don't know how to ease them. So what do they do? They flood out of us and we drown our partner, our friend, our parent, our sibling. We quickly, quickly, quickly go into fight, flight, or freeze mode. Going into fight or flight, I love this quote from the book. Dr. Nicole LaPera said, going into fight or flight is like sweating. It's a quick, it's like a reaction that's very hard to control. It's automatic, but this doesn't have to be forever. We can learn to ease our emotions, ease ourselves so we can have communication. We can go through an obstacle and say, oh, I'm not going to break down. I'm going to break through. We need challenges or else we would be very bored. We need contrast so we know what we don't want and what we do want. We came to planet Earth to learn, to develop, and to grow. If everything was perfect, that would actually be so fucking boring. If you didn't have to work, if you didn't have to do anything, everything was just bought to you, you just sit in bed all day and do absolutely nothing. There are always going to be problems. There are always going to be challenges. There are always going to be situations that, "Mm, I'm not really into this. If you can look at every problem, every challenge as, oh, this is a new window, this is a new opportunity for growth, then your life changes. When you realize, okay, I'm being pushed here so that I can be pushed past who I think I am. I'm going to be pushed past what I think I can do. And I'm going to surprise myself. I'm going to show up for myself. This is how I'm going to go through life. I'm going to see it as, oh, today's a new day. This is a new obstacle. Let me surprise myself. Let me see how I'm going to get through this. According to Dr. Nicola Perra, there is a 90-second rule. This means that emotions as physiological events only last 90 seconds. Then they end. It's interesting. Our body wants to return back home to home base. It doesn't want to be on third base. This 90-second rule is really interesting because it tells us that our body wants to return to homeostasis. I was thinking about this concept, the 90-second rule, and how our body wants to return to homeostasis, and it makes so much sense. When you are on a baseball field and you're playing softball or you're playing baseball, you're playing kickball, one of the balls, pick whichever one you like, pick your adventure, sis, and you're playing, you start on home base. When you get on first base, the whole entire game from first base on is to get back to home base. This is exactly what our body is trying to do. Our body is on home base. As soon as we get a little upset, we go to first base. Now we're getting a little bit more upset. We're going to second base. We're, now we're enraged or crying, screaming. We're on third base. 
our body wants to go back home to homeostasis, to home base. It doesn't want to stay on third base having an emotional breakdown. That emotional breakdown takes out so much energy. So much energy. I have someone in my life, not going to name names (laughs) or my relation, but I have someone in my life who... I haven't seen them do this and I cannot imagine them acting in this way because they are the sweetest person the way I see them and very calm. They never curse, just very lovely, calm, whatever. And she tells me when she gets into it at her home that she flipped out so loud, so much, so intense, angry, upset, all of the emotions that she actually passed out. She said she felt like she was actually possessed. And the thing that she felt that she was possessed by, that's when our mind and our body take over and our consciousness, our actual being gets thrown into the backseat. We have to be very, very careful, and we really do talk about this a lot, but we need to be careful with our words. And... I know I say it a lot, but I'm going to keep saying it because we got to learn it. We got to repeat, repeat, repeat. Repetition is the mother of all skill. What are the words you're using once you feel that emotion in your body? Is it, oh my God, they said this. I'm going to be all alone. I'm going to be abandoned forever. What are the words that you're using? A lot of us, as soon as we are triggered, we feel the emotion And maybe that emotion would want to go back to homeostasis after 90 seconds, but we perpetuate our own suffering because we make narratives that don't truly exist, at least not in the present moment. We make narratives from childhood. Oh, this person said one thing and I think they're going to abandon me just like my dad did, so I'm going to abandon them first. That is a very, very, very slippery, slipper. oh my goodness, slippery? Jesus. That is a very slippery, why can't I say this word? Slippery. <sighs> Slip. Ah! I'm scared of this one word. Slippery. Oh God. Okay. Got it. That is a very, you know, road. And we fall into holes that we dig ourselves with our words. Tony Robbins says that we can't physically make ourselves want to suffer more than 45 minutes. So according to this 90-second rule, this says our emotion in our body will want to leave after 90 seconds. Maybe we then perpetuate our own narratives in our head and that will go for about 45 minutes. But then after 45 minutes, our body gets so tired. It gets so tired of putting all of this energy towards misery that we will actually start going. If we're in sadness, we'll go to anger. Then if we're in anger, we'll go to sadness. And every 45 minutes, we'll start to go back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, that we are stuck in this cycle of sadness. 
and then we want to feel powerful. So we go to anger and then we get so angry, angry, angry. And eventually we can't feel this large significance anymore. So we go back to sadness and we get stuck in anger, misery, anger, misery. The way I like to see things, and this is a little tool that I want you to put into your little toolbox or your shopping bag or your designer purse, whatever you want to put it in, put it in your lemon water. I don't care, but take this with you. One of my little tools that I love to use is to see the situation for what it is and then make it just a little bit better. What do they say? A spoon full of honey makes the medicine go down. If the situation you're dealing with feels like disgusting medicine, give it just a little bit of honey. Just a little bit of honey. I had to pause for one second as I was listening back to this podcast. I realized (laughs) I said a spoonful of honey. It's a spoonful of sugar makes the medicine go down. But I think because... I've been on a health kick for so long, my subconscious mind was like, no, you'll have honey, natural, sugar. So that's why I said honey, but it's actually a spoonful of sugar. But for our community and for these positive bitches, we're just going to say honey. Okay, peace and love. We have options when things happen. As humans, we are literally the only species that we know of anyway, that label situations. Most times situations are just situations. They are what they are. And then we label them as amazing or horrible. When we label something as horrible, what are we doing? Yes, you guessed it. We're perpetuating our own suffering. We're thinking about how it's getting worse. We're digging our hole with our words and we're lying in there waiting for the earth to just swallow us up, swallow us up and spit us back out. I don't know why I can't talk today. (laughs) I think I eat almonds and you know, when you eat too many nuts, your like throat and your mouth gets dry. I think that's what's happening. But we are going to get through this together. Anyway, when we have a situation at hand, instead of perpetuating our suffering and saying it's horrible, horrible, horrible and lying to ourselves because really it, it just is. How you react to it is up to you, but it just is. You can do that or you can try to slap a happy face on your face, put a happy face sticker and pretend that it's great and say how happy you are that it's happening. Some people can do this and sometimes it works, but When that doesn't work, we need another solution. And that's when I want you to use the teaspoon, tablespoon if you need it, sis, of honey. Whatever size spoon you need, you need the big spoon, the little spoon. Again, pick your adventure and use this little spoon of honey to make the medicine go down just a little bit better. Let me give you an example of this. If you... Don't want to do something like doing your homework, for example, and you keep telling yourself how miserable it's going to be. You can think homework or you can think workout or you can even think, yeah, let's do those two. Either work at your job, homework, 
for your school or work out for your body. Those will do three because we're all at different life stages and I want this to be applicable. Let's say you're thinking about this work, whether it's regular work, homework, or workout, and you're telling yourself how you don't want to do it. You don't want to do it. You don't want to do it. Your mind can hear you and your mind believes whatever you tell it. So if you are telling your mind that you don't want to do this, that it's going to take so long, that it's going to be so hard, your mind believes you and then your mind, your brain, your brain will release chemicals into your body. Now your, now your body, now your body's having a biochemical reaction and you're feeling those thoughts as feelings in your body now. And not wanting to do it has turned up from level 0 to 10. Let's say you do the opposite and you label this workout, homework or work, as being so amazing. It's going to be the best time ever. You're going to do this. Like, let's fucking go. That can work sometimes. For a workout, you know, that might not be that bad. You can probably rev yourself up. But when it's more stressful situations, sometimes it's really hard to tell ourselves something when we severely don't believe it. In those cases, spoonful of honey. I don't want to do this, but this is what it is. I'll learn something from it. I don't want to do this, but this is what it is. I still love myself. I accept myself. I'm validating my own feelings. And I'm going to push myself past my ego and see what happens. I don't want to do this. I'm tired. But I know that I can trust myself to get done anything it is that I need to do. Doing that, you're not ignoring reality. You are acknowledging reality. You are seeing things for what they are. And I like to base my perception in reality as much as I possibly can as close to reality as possible, and just see it a little bit better. This is how leaders are made. People who run companies, if something goes south, they can't be like, okay, fuck it, we're all going down. No, they have to see the situation for what it is and then add that little spoon of honey. That little spoon of honey, that's hope for the people that work for them, for the people that they're leading. True leaders can see the situation for what it is and tune it up just a bit so that there's hope, there's faith, and it's possible to move through and catwalk through that shit and pose on them problems. Emotional regulation. Oh, the joy of being able to be in control of who we are and who we want to be. I know when we act out, the feeling that comes after acting out, the feeling of saying something you didn't want to say, the feeling of shutting down, let's say that feeling together, what is it that we feel? Shame? Guilt? Complete embarrassment? Yes. How amazing would it be if instead of acting out of character, instead of going to those places that we don't need to go anymore. Maybe those coping mechanisms helped us, helped us in the past, but they're not really useful anymore. They're not serving us anymore. It's so impossible to have a conversation when everyone's just yelling at each other. For me personally, 
being in an intimate relationship with my partner, when we would have a disagreement, I was the one who would immediately go to fight mode. And I would scream, blah, blah, blah. And he would be the calmest person ever. And I was like, so you don't care about me? Is that is that what this is? You don't care about this relationship? You have no passion? You just don't care at all? And no, he just dealt with situations differently than me. He didn't go into fight or flight. He just stayed present in the moment. I know a lot of us are really attached to certain ideas about life and about ourselves. And when someone disagrees with us, sometimes it feels like they're attacking our identity and they're attacking our ego. But I want you to know that most times that's not what is happening. They, they just have a different opinion about what's going on in the world, about their life, about your life, about what's good and what's bad. Because someone has a contrasting opinion, don't take that as someone is coming for your ego. Our ego, we know it's based on fear. So when someone contradicts us or says something opposite or doesn't act the way we act, and we've had this us against them mentality most of our lives, some of us flip out. Some of us freeze. Some of us are avoidant. Some of us shut down. How amazing would it be if we didn't have to do these behaviors and we could actually just choose how to conversate? Now me and my partner, if we get into a disagreement or an argument, I still have some of those patterns within me. This is, you know, the work never ends. This journey continues. I, and we'll get into it, scream cry all the time. I love it. I think it's amazing. So... When we get into an argument now, I will say yellow light, which means pause. I need to cool down. I need to think about, I need to feel about what's going on within me because I'm not really sure what I'm feeling right now. I'm not really sure how I want to respond. I don't know how I feel about this subject. I have not had enough time and space to consume it to look over it and to then exchange information with you. So yellow light to him. And the reason I created this is because he would see me shut down. And in his eyes, he's saying, oh, she is, he would never call me this, but let's just say she's being rude or like annoying. Or if maybe if it, you're having a conversation with like your mom or your sister, like, oh, she's such a bitch. She always just walks out. That's not what that is. That is a person trying to navigate, identify, and process their emotions. If you are someone who isn't someone who shuts down and you get really angry when you see someone walk out, shut down, doesn't respond, this person isn't trying to say F you. This is not disrespect. This is not trying to get you. This is not I don't care. This is I'm confused. I don't know what I'm even feeling. I'm navigating right now. I have internal conflicts. I have internal turmoil. I have so much emotion that I'm afraid to speak because I don't want to say the wrong thing. That is shutting down. And if you are someone who does this, I'm sure you can resonate and understand with what I'm talking about right now. This behavior to me was not something I enjoyed doing, and that is why 
I now have yellow light as a backup plan in case I feel like I do need that time to cool down. I do need that time to navigate my own emotions. I need to see what I think. I want to make sure I don't say something negative or bad. If you've been looking for not just a fun but free way to relax into your divine feminine energy, oh, do I have the perfect thing for you. Recently, I've been playing this game called Seeker's Notes. It's a cut above traditional hidden object games set in a beautiful post-Victorian era where every corner holds a secret and your job is to decide the fate of this cursed city. I love playing this game because it allows me to unplug from the outside world and relax into my present moment. I love just enjoying the puzzles and brain teasers. And it's not just memory games and jigsaw puzzles. It's also really beautiful to look at. It gives Bridgerton, but with interactive fun. It's totally free, no annoying ads, and no Wi-Fi needed. Try Seeker's Notes now. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Luckily, as you work on these things, and I'm going to give you the tools in a minute, as you work on these things, it's it's been so much easier to have conversations with my boyfriend now than it ever has been before. I don't feel like I'm getting attacked. I don't feel like I have to be on defense. I don't feel like if I say the wrong thing or he says the wrong thing or one thing happens that we're just going to break up. I mean, we are very beyond that point on that one. I don't think that... I'm going to be alone forever because I'm paying attention to my emotions. I'm not letting my narratives run my life and I'm staying conscious and mindful. Another reason that it's really important that we don't fall into these behaviors is because growing up, I would see people all the time fight, say horrible things to each other and then be fine an hour later. I, to this day, don't get that. And for me and my boyfriend personally, we have never cursed at one another in that angry way um, or had that sort of argument. And that is a boundary I will never cross because I've seen it too much and I know that's something I don't want. That is contrast that has allowed me to clarify in my life now that I do not want that. That is also why it is really, really important that we learn how to soothe and endure whatever it is we're going through and our nervous system and we get to regulate our emotions so that we don't say that thing that we never, ever wanted to say out loud, that we don't say that thing just because we want to hurt someone that we don't even believe but are just acting out. You get to be so proud of yourself and I'm happy to say I am not perfect at all and I fall into these behaviors many times and that's going to happen you're gonna fall in and out and fall up and down it that's just how life is but I'm very proud that there's been so much progress in my own behaviors in communicating and I am happy to say that this is so worth it 
paying attention and being mindful to what you're feeling is so worth it. You actually get to have a conversation with your partner, with your friend, with your sibling. You actually get to move forward. You actually get to move through and beyond failed relationships, failed projects, failed anything that you feel like you failed. By the way, I don't believe in failure. I think quote unquote failure is just more information. It just tells us what doesn't work and therefore clarifies what does work and we move closer to success, not away from it. Just a little side note, but it allows us to move past it. Why Why can we move past conversations and why can we break through obstacles and overcome failure when we have emotional regulation? It's because we're able to stay present. When we start to disassociate and we start to numb, we don't get the thing done. We don't get through the conversation. We don't finish our homework. We don't do the difficult thing we didn't want to do. We just run and run and run. And running gets very tiring. No one can run forever. And we can't outrun the race against pain. We need to learn to stay with it, be mindful of it, and feel it. So what are the tools that we can use so that we can move through obstacles, catwalk through obstacles, give a little pose on our problems, and move beyond failure, overcome things that we feel shame about, embarrassed about, uncomfortable about? The first step is to identify the emotion that you are feeling. Not to tell yourself that no one loves you. Not to tell yourself a whole entire horrible, horrible, horrible narrative about you're going to be alone. None of that. No storytelling. Just identify what you are feeling. You may feel overwhelmed and maybe multiple emotions. That's fine. Label multiple emotions. Instead of passively falling back into fight or flight, You can proactively find a way to neutralize and soothe yourself. This is going to help you through everything and anything. There's always going to be problems. Like I said, there's always going to be challenges. We can see these things as opportunities to grow, to surprise ourselves, and to really build up trust with ourselves that we can do anything. We can cope with things and and that's actually a sign of emotional maturity that we can cope that we can move through things and it won't break us we just need to learn how to cope and that might be different for you compared to your friend or your boyfriend but we all have different ways we just have to learn how to have these tools as backups to help us move through and not just cope but catwalk might i add First things first, like I said, name the emotion. Let me give you an example. You get into a fight with your partner. You feel that you want to move in with them, but they're not ready. They're not ready because maybe they can't afford it. And they are trying to save money because one day maybe they want to buy you a ring. However, you take it as 
they don't like you, that they're going to abandon you, and that, let's see, what else, what other story can we tell ourselves to really get ourselves down, that no one's ever going to love you and you always get abandoned. You have this thought because you got triggered and now you are shutting down and you hang up on them. This doesn't allow either of you to authentically express yourself because now he might think that he can't say anything or else you're going to freak out. And you feel like you don't want to be vulnerable now. Now your guard is up because you feel he's going to abandon you so you leave first. Instead of doing all of these things, when they say, I'm not ready to move in, and you feel maybe that little tight feeling in your chest and it gets a little bit harder to breathe before telling yourself a story and digging a hole just just identify what you're feeling just even if you don't know what you're feeling just be like okay my tight my my chest is getting tight my chest is getting tight right now it's a little bit hard to breathe you don't need to tell them that but you need to know it yourself Eventually, if you don't know the emotion you're actually feeling, but you know how it feels in your body, eventually there's going to be a pattern where you're like, oh, when my chest gets tight and I can't breathe, I know that is me going back to my inner child wounds and feeling like I'm going to be abandoned and it makes me very anxious. That is my anxiety. So it takes a little bit of poking. It takes questioning ourselves. It takes taking time out to understand ourselves. Instead of flipping out on the other person, just take time to be aware with yourself. Instead of losing and expelling all the energy from your body, turn it around, take that energy back in, and empower yourself. Use it to discover what bodily sensation am I feeling? What emotion am I feeling? Is this going to happen every time? Of course not. doesn't happen every time for me. That's for sure. But... If we can do it 50% of the time, (laughs) that makes such a difference in your life. That makes such a difference. Just being aware heals things 50%. You being able to, instead of shutting down, instead of lashing out, in your mind go, oh, 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 my my chest is getting tight. Okay, I've had this feeling many times. This This is anxiety. I have a little bit of anxiety. And just expressing yourself authentically. I'm feeling some anxiety right now because when you say blank, it makes me feel like you're not serious about this relationship. You might not actually feel that way, but that's how I feel. Allow them to communicate what's actually going on. We all the time just assume that we know what's going on in people's heads and they know what's going on in our heads. We don't know what's going on in other people's heads. We barely know what's going on in our own heads. So don't expect yourself to know what's going on in someone else's. That doesn't make any sense. First things first, identify at least the feeling, if not the emotion. Turn that energy from putting it all on the other person, turn it around, bring it back to you, and start using it for self-discovery. This interrupts the emotion of anger, of sadness. Because now you're not thinking, oh, I'm so angry at this issue. I'm so mad at this person. I'm so upset at this person. You're, you're thinking, what is this? What is this? What am I feeling? What's going on here? And now it's from shame and anger and being upset to curiosity. A curious catwalk. Ugh, I love it.
if you want to take step one even further, you can also give your emotion a personified name. Anytime, and I just started this recently, I feel like someone is emotionally abandoning the conversation or I feel like they're going to abandon me in general. I know because of I have identified this emotion so much. I know the emotion that comes. I know how it feels. It's in my stomach. It's in my chest where I get this very ooh, like emptiness feeling. And that emotion and that feeling, her name is Sheila. Sorry if anyone's name is Sheila who is listening to this. It's a beautiful name. But my abandonment wound and emotion is named Sheila. And honestly, I know this sounds so simple, but simple is sexy. It really helps. It kind of makes me laugh now. I'm like, oh shit, Sheila's back. Where the fuck did she come from? And honestly, like, I think that's funny. And it helps me get through this intense abandonment feeling. And instead of feeling, oh my God, I'm so abandoned, I'm like, oh, Sheila's back again. And I laugh. And I laugh. Guess who's back, back again? It's fucking Sheila. Forget about Slim Shady. It is Sheila. She has taken over. And I laugh. I laugh to myself in my head. And now I'm not, I'm not so triggered. I'm not so intense. I'm not over, overwhelmed or over flooded. Why? Because I'm familiar with this emotion. I'm familiar with this feeling. Not in the sense that I'm addicted to it. I need it. This is my emotional addictive cycle. No, this is me being familiar with an emotion where I can not only name the emotion, but personify the emotion, interrupt the emotion, add a little bit of humor so that I can cope just a little bit better that it turns into cat walking. Let's get into some clear, clear, clear tools that you can use that you can use to soothe your amygdala, that you can use to serve yourself and your nervous system that you can use to endure hardship. You want to soothe, serve, and endure. One huge technique is emotional freedom tapping. This is something I teach in one-on-one life coaching. If you want to do one-on-one coaching, DM me on Instagram. The reason It would be difficult for me to do via a podcast is because I have to show you positions on your body with your hands. It's a very visual activity and it would be very difficult for me to try to explain that and there would be many questions. But we can learn something from EFT that I can apply through this podcast and everyone can use. Emotional freedom tapping is tapping on certain meridian points to calm down your amygdala. Your amygdala, when it is triggered, goes into fight or flight. So this EFT is meant to calm down that amygdala so we don't lash out, so we don't walk away, so we don't say something we don't mean. What it's really doing is not only, yes, tapping on these energy meridians, which of course helps, but it's interrupting the emotion. It's moving our bodies. It's moving around that energy. It's using our voice. You talk through it. It's using your brain to focus on a mantra. So what I did is 
Because this would be difficult to teach via podcast, I broke down different coping mechanisms that, again, they're not coping mechanisms, they're catwalk mechanisms. I refuse to call them coping because it brings you further than that. These are catwalk mechanisms. And I divided them between body, voice, and brain because EFT incorporates the body, the voice, and the brain. So let's start off with the body. One way to calm down the amygdala, move around energy, interrupt the feeling, the thought, whatever it is, is to simply, you can just ask your body, what do you, what do you need? You'd be surprised, but when we ask ourselves something, our body has the answer. You just have to give it room to give it to you. Ask your body what it needs. Let's say, for whatever reason, you feel, you feel like you're not getting a clear answer. Here are some ways you can move your body, move up the energy, move around the energy, and interrupt the pattern. I love cleaning. When I feel really anxious, I immediately clean. I'm moving around the feng shui in my room. I'm reorganizing the energy in my room. I'm moving around my body. I have a new purpose. It's to clean the room. It's to allow myself to calm down. And when I'm ready to have that conversation with that person, I will go back after I have emotionally regulated how I'm feeling, and then we can talk it out. Another way is to cook an amazing healthy meal. It's really empowering to do this. You feel like you're doing something good for your body. You're stepping into your feminine energy by just cooking and feeling, cutting up foods. You can do something like yoga. You can work out. You can exercise. Take a walk. Something where you are moving your body. And this is, of course, instead of tapping an EFT, this is, yes, you're still moving your body, but you're just doing it in a different way. The next technique that I like to talk about is voice catwalks. This new technique, I know people do it a lot. I used to, as a kid, scream in my pillow like an absolute psycho. And it's simply amazing and it really works. That is one way. <laughs> Screaming into, into your pillow is an amazing way to release energy, let me tell you, sis. But the more improved way that I recently just did the other day, and I, I talked about this on my Instagram was I blasted random music in my car and I cried and just screamed. This was one of the emotions that I felt only in my body and I didn't have a a label for it because I'm not sure what it was. Still this just happened, so I still I still don't know what that was. But I've been feeling for a couple of days a little bit chaotic in inwards, a little bit out of bounds and I felt a little bit uneven and I needed to get it out. And in my car, I just had the, you know, intuitive feeling. And again, instead of asking my body what it needed, it just told me. And eventually that will happen for you too once you start getting more and more in touch with your body. I just started fucking screaming. And it felt so good. Like, like literally not a cute, like, ah! Like, no, like this was, this had, <clears throat> this had grunt in it. This was, I'm ready and I'm here. Sheila has arrived. That's the kind of scream it was. Another way, which I always do, is writing. Yes, this is typing your fingers or using your hand, but it's your voice. It's authentically expressing yourself. Writing, 
singing, and I'll even extend this to painting because you're using your voice, but through images, through painting, through color, through shape. I love, love, love to write music, and I have a bunch of music I'm going to release. I want to release it. I just have so much. I'm trying to find the right time. If you have not heard my latest single, Angel Energy, be sure to check that out. It's on all music platforms. I also have a song called Sign and Feelings on Mute and Me vs. Me. All of these songs, the purpose is to help you throughout your spiritual journey wherever you are. There's different songs for different moods and for you to feel whatever it is you need to feel. If you're feeling lost, Sign is your song. If you're feeling like a bad bitch or you want to feel like a bad bitch and raise your vibe, Angel Energy, that's you. If you are feeling chaotic inside, that is Me vs. Me. If you are feeling numb and avoidant, that's Feelings on Mute. Sis, I got you no matter what behavior you are falling into no matter what coping mechanism you are in you gotta feel it and I got you on that one so that is another way to calm down and emotionally regulate go scream in a pillow and go back to that conversation later the last way is the brain this you can do by meditating by reading by just stimulating the little brain even I'll extend this to watching an informative YouTube video learning a new skill learning how to do ABC, whatever it is. This, again, it's a, we're doing the same thing every time. There, there's a pattern here. We're interrupting. We are saying, hey, let's calm down for a moment so that we can think through this, and then we'll go back to the conversation, and we'll be able to talk it out. We need to have built-up tolerance for situations. Having built-up tolerance for tequila is not going to get you through life. It's, it's sorry, it's just not. It might get you through some hard points, but it's not going to get you through everything. And if you want to catwalk and not just cope tequila, not going to do it for you. Nothing against tequila, but girl, don't you want to catwalk? The last way to interrupt, to endure and soothe and find that moment of clarity is supernatural. Praying, saying your affirmations. Breathing in through your nose and out through your mouth. Telling yourself you are safe. It's okay. Supporting yourself. Loving yourself. Grounding yourself. I know a lot of us, just speaking out loud to God is very, very comforting. I think a lot of us also forget to ask for help. If you're having a difficult time in your life, hey God, what's up? How you doing? Might not have said hey in a long time, but I got something going on and I really need help. I need answers. That's okay to say. It's okay to ask for help. It's okay to do that. It is okay. Tap into your soul, your spirit guides. Take this shit to a new level. In times of hardship, a lot of us will forget our faith, but those are the times that we need to remember it. So yes, as amazing it is to take a bath for your body, to sing in the shower, to read or learn a new skill, sometimes we just got to talk to God. Sometimes we just need to be in nature. Sometimes we got to ask our spirit guides for a sign. Sometimes we just need to conversate with our inner child. 
sometimes that is a whole jar of honey. Forget about a spoon. That's a whole jar. As I always mention at the end of podcasts, it really, really helps me know what you're enjoying, what's resonating. It really helps the podcast grow and helps us raise the consciousness of this planet when you beautiful, beautiful, positive bitches leave a positive review on Apple Podcasts. I love reading them. I've been picking one each podcast and reading them, and usually I just cry through them because they mean so much to me. I It really affects me, and I think you guys see me as someone who is only helping you and other people. You guys have healed me. This is an energy exchange. I'm not just giving you guys energy. I feel your energy. Your review, that's your energy. I'm reading your energy. I'm feeling your energy, and it is beautiful. And it makes me just want to, you know, keep going every single day and give you everything I possibly can and learn more so I can be a better person, a better example, and teach more and show more and explore more things. So as much as you'll tell me that I create a space for you to heal yourself, you create space, energy, and time for me to heal myself as well. So I really thank you. Um, this week's review, I could not see this name and not mention it. <laughs> so we are going with it. Meowsers. Hello, Meowsers. Meowsers states that this podcast is empowering. I love listening to Cece. Anytime I'm on my daily walk, cleaning, or commuting to work, notice how everything Meowsers just said, daily walk, cleaning, commuting, all those things can be used to emotionally regulate, to check in with yourself, take back energy, question, interrupt. Anyway, commuting to work and need that extra push, I listen to her and always gain amazing insight. I was in a low point in my life and slowly started seeing the end of the tunnel. It helped because I it helped because it felt like I could relate to her in so many different ways. I ended up feeling empowered and confident at the end of her podcast. She just feels so earthly. Thank you. I am an earth sign. Grounded, which makes sense because she's a Capricorn. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's so funny. Me being a Gemini, I am up in the air. However, it helps when you have someone in your life to help you stay consistent with yourself and help your, yourself grow. Literally an angel. Meowsers, you're an angel. And actually, my rising sign is a Gemini. So many people see me as a Gemini, which is very, very funny. But yes, I am a Capricorn. Meowsers, thank you so much for being a part of this community. Thank you so much for leaving this podcast. Thank you for listening. Thank you for taking responsibility over your own life and healing yourself. That is no easy feat, and you are doing so amazing, and I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud of every single person who listens to this podcast. Oh, no, I feel the the nose tingles, and I, just, I feel so close to you guys. You guys are, like, literally feel like my family. The conversations we have a lot of the times, I don't get to have these conversations with my siblings or my parents. These conversations we're having are very intimate, very intimate. And these connections are such soul tribe connections. I love you guys so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And I will see you in the next one.
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.